What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Vildia Podcast. I really appreciate y'all that have bared with me through this little bit of absence that I've had due to, um, you know, my daughter was in town, so I took some time off from work and the podcast, probably about four days. I just didn't do anything but just dedicated my time to just kicking it with her. So, your boy is back. And we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it real heavy. So, today, today's topic, I'm going to talk about um, a Facebook post. A friend of mine posted on Facebook, posted to Facebook. And the post was, um, it was a picture. He posted a picture of a adult. A fully grown woman, I will say again, a fully grown woman, a fully legal age woman. And the caption read, this is your daughter's friend. Is it okay for you to have sex with your daughter's friend? And I'm going to get into that in a minute. But first, I want to talk about this Joker movie. Now relax, I'm not going to give you any spoilers into the movie, but I am going to discuss it a little bit. So... Friday, I believe it was Friday or it was Thursday, not sure, uh, me and my daughter was out, we was just roaming around, we went to the spirit store, the uh, spirit Halloween store, went to another one to uh, just check it out and see what they had in there, so after the store, we were just kind of cruising around, and uh, I'm like, you know, what do you want to do, so she says, um, you know, we can go see the Joker, now, I can hear, you hear that? That's the peppermint getting unwrapped right now. Because I know the peppermint committee is saying, DeVille, why would you take your daughter to see the Joker? Because I'm that kind of dad. Because, see, I'm, I'm the type of person that I would rather have her experience certain things with me so that um, I'll be there to explain things to her. And I don't want her to, to go see it with somebody else and, or watch it on her own and she may have questions. And I'm not there to explain it because, see, this just falls in line with what we normally do because we watch pretty much every superhero movie, every movie that's based around Marvel and DC. Anyway, so it was just natural progression that we would go see a Joker movie when a Joker movie came out. Now, saw the movie, and initially my first reaction to the movie was, I, I was like, this movie was trash. I thought it was garbage at first. But the more I talked about it, the more me and my daughter talked about it, the more uh, I thought about it, and the more I discussed it with people who were asking me questions about it, you know, was it worth seeing, I started to realize, like, it, it was a great movie. It was a great movie. It just wasn't what I expected, number one, and it wasn't what I wanted, number two. Of course, I expected a big bang-bang action shoot 'em up Joker movie. That's what I was expecting. That's what I wanted. That's not what I got, but at the end of the day, it was still an awesome movie, and they, spoke, they they touched on a lot of different things, dealing with mental health issues and how uh, mental health issues affect people, and basically, like, you know, 
you get to watch the progression because everybody knows that the Joker was not right in the head. If you're a comic book fan or you just stick to the movies, no matter what portrayal of the Joker that you've seen, you've always known that the Joker was not right in the head. So this movie was exactly what they said it was. It was a character building origin movie. They really got into his background and you know how he came up and the things that he went through that, that actually made him into the Joker. And then you finally get to see that whole uh, uh, where he just embraces it and just becomes the Joker. Great movie, man. Um, people were making a big deal about it because they were saying, I, I heard some people, or Betty and I read, where some people were saying that this movie is just uh, being used to justify the people with these who have these quote unquote mental illnesses that are doing these like mass shootings and acts of violence and things. And they're saying that this movie is just justifying it, saying that if you know if you have a mental issue or you're bullied or whatever, this is how you're gonna turn out. But that's not the real, that's not how I felt about the movie. I felt like the movie touched on, you know, when you when you have people who real life have mental health issues and they're not addressed or they're not addressed properly and they're not able to get the the, um, the help that they need and the medicines that they need. And then on top of that, you're bullied. Yes, you do create a powder keg for a situation to happen. But at the same time, I don't feel like this is going to push people to create more and more acts of violence based on this movie. I'm just not buying it because uh, um, I, I'm just not buying it. And I do, I feel like a lot of times, you know, these, the, uh, a lot of times the, 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 the whole mental health aspect that a lot of these people who commit acts of violence take is a falsehood. I don't believe that everybody who has done these type of, you know, mass shootings, whatever, I don't believe all these people have something wrong with them mentally. Some of these are just domestic terrorists. Let's just call it what it is. You know what I mean? Another thing that I ran across before I get into the main topic, um, ran across this article about a guy who claims to be an alum of Penn State who wrote a letter to one of the football players in which he calls his dreadlocks disgusting, unattractive, and he's saying how he wants these schools to go back to a dress code um, and urging this young man to cut his dreads. But... It's like, um, I'm like, well, damn, who, who the hell are you to step in, you know, and tell this young man how he should wear his hair, of all things, his hair, while he's playing football at Penn State? It's, it's, it's disgusting to me that people feel that entitled in this day and age that we should be able to control or dictate how somebody wears something simple as their hair. And it touches a nerve with me because back when I was a young man, I was probably 19, 20 years old. I was looking for a job. I went down to uh, the Department of Labor. And, you know, if you go down to the Department of Labor, they have you fill out this paperwork. And they're basically supposed to be helping you find a job. And I feel I get these little applications that they're giving me. I'm filling them out. And I sit down with this employee. I don't know what they call them. Are they caseworkers or what? But I sit down with this particular employee. 
and she's looking over what I've put down in these applications and these different jobs for these different jobs that she's presented to me that are available. And she makes this statement. She says, if you're really serious about finding a job, you should think about getting a more traditional haircut. Now I'm sitting here, 19, 20 years old, dreadlocks, and, well, not even dreadlocks, because dreadlocks is a negative term used for this hairstyle. I'm sitting here with my locks, and she's telling me to get a more traditional hairstyle. And I asked her, what do you mean by a more traditional hairstyle? And she says, you know what I mean. Get you a regular haircut. And I say, well, this is a traditional hairstyle based on, you know, my heritage. This is, this is a traditional way that black people, melanated people, wear their hair. And she's like, well, these were her exact words. I'm not paraphrasing. She says, well, you know, the people who run these companies a lot of times are older white men. And they don't take to, um, they don't take to that kind of hairstyle or that type of image. And I was like, the hell? So, you know, the prejudice behind that of being judged based on a hairstyle. I hear a lot of times, see, my favorite college team is University of Miami. And I hear a lot of times about how University of Miami has this thug image, this hooligan image. But when you watch the game, when you watch the people, if you go on the Instagrams, this is just a bunch of young men. A lot of them have dreadlocks. Some of them have gold teeth. Some of them have tattoos, which is pretty much the norm for college and NFL football players, basketball players, baseball players. Everybody has embraced their the individuality of being able to wear your hair the way that you want to about being able to put whatever type of jewels in your mouth that you feel like any type of body art that you have it it, is clear in this day and age that this is not the pick that you live a certain lifestyle now yeah there may have been a a a time period where this type of wearing this type of stuff or dressing this way or or having body art sleeves may have said hey i did i'm living whatever type of biker gang lifestyle or or street gang lifestyle or thug lifestyle it may have been a time where that may have been what it represented possibly i don't know deville's not that old but i will say this now it's commonplace and your flintstones need to get over it because nobody's going to change for you just to make you feel comfortable because whether you like it or not the younger people this is going to be their world very shortly. And Penn State University cornerback Lamont Wade, when he was warming up for his game this Saturday, he responded to that letter in his own particular way. He wore a shirt that read, Chains, Tattoos, Dreads, and We Are. That's right. Chains, Tattoos, Dreads, and We Are. So take that peppermint committee and do what you want to with it because nobody's going nowhere okay so let's get into the main topic of the day is it okay to smash your daughter's friends your daughter's legal age friend she's 21 and up and older friend of mine posted that picture of a beautiful young lady and um, the caption said, this is your daughter's friend, you smashing or no? And 
surprisingly no men responded to it and I'm pretty sure the reason why they did not respond to it was because they felt like there would be some negative uh, repercussions to them um, to them responding to it in the way that they wanted to respond to it so I put up a poll the VLD I put up a poll on Twitter and what the poll says is it wrong for a dad to have sex with his daughter's friend if she isn't an adult the uh, the options was 21 up is fair game and the other option was nah that's trifling so 44% to 56% said that that was trifling 44% said it's fair game 56% said nah that's trifling and then we had some people who actually uh, were kind enough to re- actually respond to it I got two retweets, but one of the guys, the guy who retweeted it, and he stated something like, just the fact that you have to ask this question, and that was it, so, but he deleted the tweet, so I'm guessing that didn't go too good for him. You know, when you do it for the cloud, it doesn't always work out. (laughs) That was bars right there, so... I am going to read some of the responses that I got. I let people know when they responded that this was for a podcast. So I'm hoping that nobody gets offended by me reading their responses. So we had Desi the Great on Twitter to respond. That's weird as fuck. So I asked, what's weird though? And she responded, I feel like it's still pedophilia in a way just because of the age gap. Like, not only is that the daughter's friend, but she's either half or more than half of your age. That's weird. And it might or might not have an effect on the dad and the daughter relationship. Now, it's definitely not pedophilia. Not legally, or I would say even. It's nothing. I don't see what's the problem because... As I said, we're talking about a legally aged adult that happens to be a friend with your daughter. Now, it's one thing I will say. If you watch this little girl grow up, if you know her since she was, you know, a toddler or preteen, if you watched her grow up. Now, yeah, I do agree. That's kind of weird that this kid has been around you this whole time. And then all of a sudden, y'all going to be bumping uglies, doing the bumping grind. That's kind of R. Kelly-ish, but a lot of times... That's not the case, because if you think about it, man, children and adults, we, we kind of rotate through friends. So the people that your daughter's been friends, think about your friends. How many friends did you have in college that you're not even in touch with now? So just the fact that they are friends or they're calling themselves friends doesn't dictate that there's like some strong bond or some, some strong relationship there. So then I had my boy fried over here. Fried Oriole jumped in and he said, I sort of did this before, but it was my friend's little sister's best friend's mom. To say it was awkward was an understatement. I found out her friend was the mom. I boned the day I woke up to leave from their house. She came busting in the room. How about that? How about that? I mean, it happens. But like I said, we're talking about legally aged consenting adults so yes while it's gonna be awkward 
I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it. That's me, my boy Maddie Pace, or as you would know him as Maddie Mo from the Maddie Mo Show, the host with the most mojo for show though, or something like that. He says y'all go check out Maddie Mo Show and go check out Fry Oreo. Both great podcasts. Both have very interesting topics that you'll get into. Maddie Mo, I guess he hit the wrong button because he said he meant to hit fair game. So Maddie Mo's all with it. So then we had Yay. Jay says, I'm on both sides of the fence with this one. So I asked her to expound on this. What what has what about it has you on both sides of the fence? And she says, because at the end of the day, if you're 21 plus, you're an adult and can do whatever it is that you choose by any means. However, although we're not related just simply because that's my friend and he's my dad, it makes it weird. Yes weird but think about this this is something i thought about puff daddy p diddy sean combs puffy what else do we got take that take that i don't know he goes by so many different names he's currently dating steve harvey's daughter who is the ex of his son so not only is there that age gap that um what was the name desi the great was talking about but this is his son's ex and he's giving her the balls deep and there seems to be no problem with that this seems, you know what I mean so and I'm still kind of stuck up on what Desi the Great said because what she's saying is you know that age gap half her age or more so I'm 38 so half of 38 is what is what half of 38 19 so 19 years old that doesn't make it pedophilia. doesn't make it strange. Y'all can hear my dog in the background. I apologize for that. He's an ass. But either way, that's 19. Would I be banging a 19-year-old? No. Why? Because a 19-year-old probably going to be irritating as hell, number one, to try to deal with them and have a conversation with them. But legally, look, at 19 years old, you can vote. You can buy a rifle. You can join the military and fight for your country. So if she want to get some duh, let her get her some duh. She want to get some of that grown man duh. But I do get it. I'm not going to act like I don't get it. You know what I mean? Because there is a stigma that goes along with older guys messing with younger women. You know, they try to say things like, you know, they deal with younger women because uh, the women their age won't go for their bullshit. They won't fall for the game. The younger women are more easily manipulated, yada, yada, yada. The real D.I. is not believing that. The real D.I. believe. Now, I will say this. There are some men out there that do prey on younger women for those reasons because they feel like they're more easily manipulated or taken advantage of. But let's not take away from the intelligence level and the integrity level of our younger women because a lot of our young women have been raised right. A lot of these women do have fathers in their life. They do have strong mothers in their life. Or they do have father figures, mother figures in their life that have taught them integrity and morality. So let's not act like these young women are weak and helpless out here in these streets. These young women are out here. That you got an 18, 19 years old who have their own businesses, have their own, they have their stuff together. We're not going to downplay the intelligence or the integrity level of these young women out here. But there are some guys who do attempt to prey on. The younger women who may be living in a more in a more 
naive mind state than some. But a lot of times guys are just banging younger chicks because young chicks look good. There this bastard goes again, man. Y'all forgive me. But either way, DeVille D.I. says, I don't see anything wrong with it. The poll says it's trifling. At the end of the day, take this information and do whatever you will with it. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Even if she's 22 years old and you're 38, you still made it. <laughs> Let me stop. But either way, man, you made a difference, my friend. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast. We back at it this week, man. We back on schedule. We gonna keep this thing popping. Schedule's a new guest. Um, gonna keep the show rolling. Keep the show fresh. Keep it new. Just got an email verification. Notification. Uh, what is there? Oh, that's some bullshit. I'm not worried about that. But, um, it's weird that I even get that. But either way, I'm not gonna rock. I'm not gonna rock out on that particular email that I just got. It was kind of weird though. But um, wow, wait, wow. Um, either way, man, keep tuning in. We're gonna keep this uh, keep the show rolling, man. Back on our regular schedule this week, and like I said, bring you some more guests, great interviews, and you know what you like. The whole reason why you're here for. Gonna keep that going. Love each and every last one of y'all. Deville Diaz out of here. Peace. Oh, by the way, go look up Thoughts by Deville Di on YouTube. I got a couple videos up. Not too heavy with the YouTube. I'm not. I don't really care too much for YouTube. But I did throw some videos up on YouTube. Uh, specifically, a video of me and my daughter. We were doing a taste test. Excuse me. We we're doing a taste test of some Asian foods. Some popping something cookies, I can't remember the name of it. And we did some like uh, some green, some green milk tea and some black milk tea. And I got that video up on YouTube. You can also go to DeVille D I D V I L L E underscore D I on Instagram. I got the video up on there and I will be posting it probably by the time you're listening to this. I probably have it posted up on the Facebook page on the Thoughts by DeVille D I Facebook page. So make sure. That you are following, liking, and subscribing on all three of those, as well as whatever podcast app that you listen to us on. We appreciate you. I'm out of here. Peace.